If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What record at this point would be a disappointment? John, I'll start with you. Let's, let's keep the backdrop in mind that last year was a huge surprise, right? And things broke Tennessee's way with the exception of Jeremy Banks acting like a goofball before the South Carolina game. Everything seemed to go Tennessee's way. Nobody expected Tennessee to beat Alabama, win 10 games in 2022. So what record, just record alone, not how it happens, uh, not a vast number of injuries, freak plays, whatever, but what record would be deemed a disappointment, a regular season record? I think it depends on the fan, but I think based on the emails I've received, uh, fans aren't real happy right now coming off a loss to Alabama. I think eight and four would be considered a disappointment. I think, uh, it's kind of nine and three would be a good season. Eight and four wouldn't be. And maybe some people would say, well, eight and four, is still better than the first season. But I just think the nature of the loss is you're losing to Florida and Alabama. A lot of fans look at these seasons as Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. Those are traditional rivals ever since the, the league went to divisional play in 1992. And if you don't beat any one of those teams, uh, fans hold that against Tennessee. So, yeah, I, I would say eight and four would be disappointing to most fans. Okay. I would say eight and four is acceptable. Seven would be disappointing. Um, Caleb, your thoughts? I would say eight and four is slightly underachieving, but not disappointing and not cause for concern or worry. Seven is. Seven and five is. Um, I think eight and four would largely be like, and John, I brought this up yesterday. It would largely be like the 94 Tennessee team. That was Fulmer's second year as a full-time head coach. You thought they could actually take a step up from the 93 team. I mean, I, I wasn't there. Y'all were, I don't know if y'all thought that the 94 team would be better than the 93 team. Cause it was Fulmer's second year and he was still a hot commodity as a coaching prospect, but they took a step well, I'm back. Not a, I, I'm not as old as John. Hold on. I wasn't there yet. <laughs> Dave, you were at least 20. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I was, but I was I was more interested in the strip than I was Neyland Stadium at the time. I, I don't think uh, Dave wants to join my generation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember the '94 season, uh, but things went awry in that season. Uh, Jerry Jerry Coke, with Tennessee's quarterback, who had, knew the system very well, was a talented quarterback, suffered a season injuring in season ending injury. On the seventh play of the game, uh, Tennessee was playing at UCLA in Pasadena. And then it became a juggling act with quarterbacks. Eventually, Peyton Manning took over. Tennessee finished strong. But that team had a good offensive line, um, had some had some good running backs. I think that season would have turned out um, a game better, it, at least, if Jerry Coke would have never been hurt and he had quarterback. Um, the entire season. So that, that was a, that was a factor in it. And I'm, and when I say that, I think a lot of fans would say eight and four for this team would be disappointing. I, I'm not, that's really not a criticism. I, you said seven and five would be a, a cause to worry. I guess that's kind of how I look at it. This to me doesn't uh, affect my faith in Josh Heupel as to what he can do with the program just because he would win Eight and four. I mean, if he goes eight and four and wins a bowl game, he'd match the best season Tennessee's ever had, other than his eleven and two season last year. Since things went went south way back in two thousand and eight, uh, John. Part of the factor, or part part of what we have to look at, is the SEC is, I believe, down as a whole, but its floor is a little bit higher. The, the Missouris of the world are a little bit better. Um, so the ceiling's not as high other than Georgia as far as comparing it to last year, but the floor is higher. So there could be an upset lurking out there. I think Missouri would be the program you would look to that would be most apt because I, I would say Eli Drinkwitz would certainly like to lay some points on the balls after last year. Yeah, maybe about 66. Um, yeah, I look <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I agree with you on the floor because you still got Vanderbilt down there, and I don't know that Vanderbilt's any better than it usually is. Uh, South Carolina is an awful team. Arkansas has lost six straight and is really bad. Auburn and Mississippi State be a slight not notch above those teams, but that's five teams that I don't think are very good teams and, and are pretty limited. Uh yeah, Missouri is better than usual. That that's a factor. So, and that may be how some fans look at this too, because the losses to Florida, Alabama, that's not a great Florida team. I still think this team, Florida team, could lose a lot more games when I look at that schedule. And and even Alabama, this is not a typical Alabama team. It doesn't have the offensive firepower of so many of its teams in recent years. So I think fans look at it like that and say, well, we were good enough to beat those teams where in some years, Tennessee couldn't, couldn't hang with Alabama. No, true. And uh, that's a, that's a very good point, John, you know, I think about recruiting because I did that for so long. I don't, as far as recruiting, I don't see a big difference between eight and nine, how it affects your program. For some reason, though, seven and eight seems like a big difference to go to a prospect and say, 110 in 2022, 17. 
this year. That just, I, I don't know. That just sounds way different to me. Well, what you do in that case, Dave, you just uh, open up the checkbook, pocketbook a little bit more and enhance those NIL deals. And they really won't care if it was seven or eight, if they're going to be rich out of it, they're, they can live with that. I think yeah. you got it. You got to admit, I mean, two things are different now. When you talk about recruiting, it's NIL and the, and the transfer portal. It, that looms larger than recruiting does. I, I, I'll tell you though, John, I'm a, I'm a, about to take a stance that the transfer portal is the most overhyped thing in the history of college football. Because other than, let's say, a Lincoln Riley who takes a Caleb Williams, okay, to USC, other than those guys, you're basically getting castoffs. You're getting well, guys. Hooker. Well, no that 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 would be an that would be an exception. But look at who Tennessee got this year. What other players across the nation or in the SEC are having major impacts when you compare them to the number of transfers there have been? So what's your hit rate? It's I think it's one in five. Whereas a recruit, I typically said the good recruits, you're going to hit fifty percent, and that's basically where you are but i don't see the transfer portal being as impactful as i, th I thought it was just a few months ago oh I, I mean look at Ole miss where would Ole miss be without the transfer portal well yeah that that's absolutely true that uh, getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at blue nile can help your love sparkle just choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking at Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, this is, we're going, there's partially a talent evaluation process in this. And look, I've been very, we're talking about how much blame does Hypel get. I think Josh Hypel has an issue that he has to prove to the rest of the nation about his ability to evaluate talent. Because it, it hasn't proven himself, itself to be good right now. I mean, he was the one, John, and you know this, and Dave, I'm sure you know this too. Hypel had four quarterbacks on the roster when he took over Tennessee, including Hendon Hooker. He went out and got Joe Milton himself how did he not see that joe milton wasn't a fit for this offense he really wanted joe milton when he was the offensive coordinator at missouri in 2017 he recruited him heavily and tried to get him there then he went out and signed him and we know now at this point there was no real open competition in that fall camp joe milton was the starter was as sure of a bet to start as brent schaefer was at ole miss in 2006 even though, even though hendon hooker was better and that's I mean, to me, that's still a huge knock on Josh Heupel that he went into fall camp saying, I'm going to start Joe Milton, and I don't care that Hendon Hooker, if Hendon Hooker outperforms him. I think he dismissed Kadon Salter over a petty weed charge because he wanted to make room for Joe Milton. <laughs> he, um, a petty um, weed charge. Weed. I like that. 
Caleb. It was less than a gram. Yeah, it's I don't even know what that means. Wheat, that should I be a, he, a legal term. I think he wanted every excuse to make Joe Milton the starter. And now we're seeing it here. He missed on Andre Carrick, who he tried to get out of Texas, who is just not good. I don't think it's a lack of effort. I just don't think it's good. He missed on Dante Thornton, who I think could be good, but I think Dante Thornton, maybe he's doing weed or something. I don't know, but he prefers, he plays like it. He plays like it. That's all I'm going to say, because he doesn't seem like he cares when he's in the game. Um, and so he missed on two power five transfers. And then, I mean, look, we talk about his recruiting to show up the offensive line. One of the reasons there's not a lot of depth on the line this year, Josh Heupel has missed on a lot of linemen he signed. You know, there's Addison Nichols, Mo Clipper, Masai Reddick. These are all Heupel signees. Where are they? Why can't they see the field? Do are, are you are we saying that Jeremy Pruitt is a better talent evaluator than uh, Josh Heupel? Yes. Woo! Strongest comment. Yeah, that I mean, that's that would be scary, wouldn't it? be terrifying for the fans. <laughs> no, Gary doesn't Pruitt, begin to cover it. I think Jeremy it's Pruitt Halloween. Is a, I, I disagree. I think Jeremy Pruitt is actually one of the better talent evaluators. I just don't think he knows how to utilize his talent. But I mean, I, I think Jer Jeremy Pruitt, I actually think he'd make a good NFL GM. I, I know that's crazy. But is. if you had somebody break down the math for him saying this is what you can and can't afford because I don't think he'd be good at the math part of it with the contracts. But I think he can scout the talent well. Yep, this well, according I, to I Travis. Mean, Go ahead, John. Well, he's he's he he needs a good babysitter to help him along with those talent evaluations. <laughs> Jeremy Pruitt is a better evaluator, a hundred percent. Travis says. Now, in all fairness, um, I will push back on my comment earlier. Keenan Peely, had he not gotten hurt, would have been a contributor. Uh, Gabe Judy Lawley has been a contributor, so it's not like Tennessee completely crapped out at the transfer portal. Those are pretty good players. Portions of Those the program. BYU kids always play hard, though. You got to trust. You always trust BYU transfers. Oh, no. I think it's, uh, with, well, and in Peely's case, I think it's Samoan guys. I mean, I think if you could field a, uh, a team of just Samoans, you'd win a championship almost every year. Uh, Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Han. Enjoy life better when you see better. Local vision service for LASIK, cataract surgery, and your annual examination, cctis.com, cctis.com. John, you gave me a weird look on the Samoan comment. Yeah, I didn't think we should, we should venture into ethnic uh, discussions. Probably yeah. stay away from that. No, I've I've discussed this with uh, Greg Biggins, who is uh, who is part Samoan uh, for twenty four seven. I mean they they play I'm, hard. I'm kid I no, I'm kidding. They they do. I mean their their culture kind of they're they're depicted as really good team guys, uh, hard workers, good work ethic. So yeah, I'm still trying to I'm still trying to think th through uh, Caleb's thoughts on Jeremy Pruitt. I, I know you don't like to have a lot of rules and too much structure, but I think bringing up Jeremy Pruitt's name in a positive way is <laughs> is kind of risky for your advertisers. <laughs> Maybe not, but just a thought. He found Hendon Hooker, and he found Jalen Hyatt. And he found Cedric Tillman. When Cedric Tillman was a two-star in Nevada. Yeah. What? Like, two -star. nobody... He was he a really two-star... Yeah, he was a two-star on Rivals. I think he was a three-star on 247, but a two-star on Rivals playing in Nevada. Nobody noticed him. Jeremy Pruitt takes over in 2018. Tillman is one of his first offers. 
He goes out and he immediately offers Tillman. That's scouting right there. You got to give him some credit on that. John, I thought if you just suited up, you got three stars. Uh, in most cases, but maybe he forgot something like a helmet or that kind of thing. Yeah, he was a three-star, and he showed up to the championship game without a helmet. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready, Thur coach. Put Thurman me in. Thomas style. Does he might remember that from the Super Bowl. I was at that Super Bowl. Oh, man. That was Two, great also, he move. also found Bryce Thompson and Elante Taylor and specifically went after them to play cornerback when a lot of people wanted them to play receiver. On the recruiting who field, who on the message board thinks that Caleb wants to go back and hire Jeremy Pruitt? <laughs> <laughs> he is a great talent evaluator. That does not mean uh, he's a good coach. Yeah. Well, why okay. did he go three and seven, Caleb, in his last year? Because well, Josh Hypo went eleven and two with a lot of those same players. He went three and seven because he can't coach. He's not a good actual on the field coach. I mean, it's we the, we agree on that. Yeah. And I mean, this is kind of, and also, again, Jeremy Pruitt didn't have the Jimmys and Joes that were better than Alabama or Georgia. And if you're going to be like, if you're going to win on the field with talent, you have to find the guys that are better. What he did was he found uh, players that were overlooked because Tennessee couldn't recruit at that level that were good enough with the right coaching to beat those schools, not Georgia, because Heupel hasn't done that. And so um, I think that's where we're at with Jeremy Pruitt when we're talking about him. He found guys that with the right coach and the right system, they could be good. The problem was Jeremy Pruitt didn't know how to put them in the right system. Yeah, and Jeremy Pruitt also, John, was uh, a little bit um, uh, insensitive to peanut allergies because he stuffed cash in Chick-fil-A bags. They use peanut oil, which reminds me of the time you and I went with a salesperson and met with an assistant manager at a sporting goods store, and he had a peanut allergy, and I encouraged him to uh, have some Chick-fil-A because he had the EpiPen on him, so why not give it a shot and see what happens? Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, you showed you, you were a more of a, you were more of a risk taker than he was, but it's, it's easy to, you know, take risk when it involves other people's health. Right. And he said, yeah. well, I could die. And I said, but you probably won't. Yeah. Play the odds <laughs> and just think how much you could gain. I'm yeah. I'm, uh, John and I met with the assistant manager. He goes, sounds good to me. And I don't think he had any input whatsoever. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.